Hello and welcome to the Overwhelm is Optional podcast with me, your host, Heidi Mark, where we discuss how to make overwhelm optional for you. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Overwhelm is Optional podcast. So it's December here in the UK and this is a time of year when it's getting darker and darker and my garden has gone to sleep. It's actually really cold today so it's really reminding me of winter and this is traditionally a time for resting. So most of the plants have gone to sleep A lot of animals will be sleeping, holding up for the winter. And what are we humans doing? Rushing around madly. Rushing around madly as if some disaster will happen if we don't get our to-do list done. So I really want to talk about rest as an act of rebellion. So if you're feeling really overwhelmed and you're waiting to get through the backlog of things to do before you can rest... I'm going to dare you instead to rest because how good does it feel when you're well rested? So that could be after a good night's sleep or it could just be a nice pause in your day when you actually had a lunch break or a tea break or you just stopped, paused, rested, rested without scrolling, resting without thinking, resting without doing anything, proper resting, even for a moment can be life changing. How good do you feel when you feel well rested? How much more clarity do you have? It's like suddenly you can see the wood from the trees. It's like a miracle. How good does your body feel when you listen to it and allow it to rest and be at ease? How much tension goes when you feel well rested? It's just joyful to rest. Resting is good, but it's completely unacceptable culturally. We are supposed to keep on going, keep pushing on through, toughen up, brace yourself against the day. There's no time to rest. And despite living in a country that has seasons, we're kind of pretty much expected to go full pelt all year. And this makes no sense. No sense at all. First of all, nobody's pretty happy doing that. And secondly, I really believe it adds to overwhelm because it doesn't give times of the year for rituals of pausing, rituals of celebrating, rituals of going inwards and thinking. Um, and then spring is a time of outward thinking, starting new projects. There's, there's so many different energies to seasons and I love having seasons. So it's December, it's quite dark and I've naturally felt myself drawing inwards. I've had quite a busy time. It's been very exciting. I've been invited to speak at three different online summits, which has has been such a joy and I'm so grateful. But now I feel like I just want to gather my energy inwards and just spend some time really thinking, pausing, reflecting. What's been going on for me this year? It's been a huge year for me, personally, professionally. And obviously it's been a really interesting year with COVID for all of us. And every year I have a tradition with my family of pausing to review the year. Last year we reviewed the decade and just pausing to celebrate what went right and pull forward into the new year. Anything we want to, any new habits, new routines, new gifts, new strengths identified. 
anything we want to nourish and nurture for the new year, and then releasing, letting go of the old stuff that doesn't serve us anymore. And to do this, I mean, we do it in like a day as a ritual, but it actually takes weeks, doesn't it, really? These aren't sudden shifts. This requires allowing questions to go through us. And to do this, you really do need to pause and rest. So what about you? Do you have rituals of rest? Do you allow the seasonal feelings of wanting to slow down? Do you allow that or do you ignore it? What does it feel like to you? Maybe, maybe you're the other way around. Maybe you love winter and that's when you get your energy. It doesn't really matter. What matters is what feels right for you. Are you listening to your body? So I'm doing this episode about rest as an antidote to overwhelm because this is the change of season as we go from autumn to winter. It's when many of us feel more tired as the days get shorter and shorter and the days get colder. Um, and so I want to encourage this act of rebellion. And so I thought we'd start with just a little neutral noticing practice to get you started. So if you're in a, in a position where it's, it's safe and appropriate to do so, then I invite you to close your eyes and just be still for a moment. Just allow all of your attention to go down to your feet. Feel your feet on the ground. Allow your belly to soften if it wants to. Allow your heart to be open if it wishes. Allow your shoulders to move away from your ears or not and notice. Notice how you feel. Don't try and change anything. Don't even try to relax. Just notice exactly how you feel, just as you are in this moment. And then take your awareness through your body and notice anywhere that's really grateful to pause. Get curious about the sensations of rest, ease, the parts of your body that go, yes, let me rest. Get curious about that. And if your mind gets involved, which it's likely to do, with its labelling and its judgments, just release your attention from the mind for a moment. No need to stop it. No need to try and calm it or get cross with it. Just gently but firmly move all of your attention back to your body and notice anywhere that's really grateful to rest. And allow any feelings in the heart space or the belly to do with the joy, the relief, the feelings associated with rest, however it feels for you. Just notice, get curious. And then just allow the body to soften a little bit more. So often there's tightness in the belly, the jaw, the shoulders, the chest, sometimes even the hands. Just notice space between the teeth, tongue resting lightly on the roof of the mouth, space between the eyebrows, and even allowing the tiny little crinkles at the corners of the eyes to soften if they want to and if they don't that's okay just notice that too softening resting release or not and just notice notice how it feels to rest 
just for a moment in your day. And when you're ready, opening your eyes and then pausing again and noticing, how did it feel? Was it weird? Or did you get that, oh my God, why do I not do this all the time? Why am I always pushing myself? That's a big question. Why are you always pushing yourself? Why do most of us, a lot of us, push ourselves? I push myself to burn out and ill health, quitting my job. What are you doing? Because it matters. It matters very, very much. So we kind of behave as if our bodies um, are inferior and they're just to be used up as if we've got a brand new fresh one hanging up at the back of the wardrobe and we can just at any time swap it out. Even though all around us there's illness, it's really weird. What is that about? And it can be for many things, many reasons. For me, I'm very driven. And I also had lots of mistaken beliefs about how success involved that kind of sacrifice. I also kind of thought my body would just keep going. I didn't expect it to complain quite that much. Now I'm grateful that it did because it forced me to stop, to rest, to pause, to reevaluate and to make a life changing decision, which has led me to speaking to you now. And I'm really grateful for that. I'm really grateful for that opportunity. But it was a painful way of doing it. And for you, I'd rather you didn't have to do all of that. I'd much, much rather that you just paused and dared to listen now. So if you need to rest and you're not, you can get stuck in your head with the why and the judgments and the blame. Or you can just rest. You can just forget the trying to work it out, the trying to schedule more rest or get better sleep. You can just stop with the mind trying to solve the problem of your body and you could just listen. Oh, but Heidi, I haven't got time. If I sit down, I'll never get up again. Yeah, that I think that's one of the biggest problems, actually, is, is the belief that you're so tired that if you stopped, you would never get up again. And I know what that feels like. And it's really frightening because it's threatening, because if you can't get up again, you can't get all of those things done. And while you might be able to take a one minute pause, you can't take a year off. You know, people need to be fed. Mortgages need to be paid. Stuff has to happen. So what to do? Stay out of your head again. Listen to your body. There's I think it's easier to go with the change the how not the what. So I don't know about you, but when I'm feeling stuck and something's wrong, I tend to go for the, what can I change? You know, there's a problem, it needs to be solved. Googling, Google rabbit hole, asking people, what do I do about this? But actually, although that can be helpful, what's actually easier and more immediate is to listen to my body and change the how. So a lot of energy goes unnecessarily in, in pushing. So a really good example of this is you're in a traffic jam and you are going to be late and your whole body tenses up and it's like you're pushing, you're trying to push the car through the traffic jam so that you won't be late. And yet the traffic jam is beyond your control. You're clearly wasting energy and it's also causing you suffering and un unhappiness. It makes you snippy. So an alternative approach is to go, well, I can't control the traffic jam. Um, my mind is covering all options with this loop of doom and disaster. 
I can't control that either. But I can choose to place my attention in my body and notice. Notice what's going on. Notice how. The how. Just change the how. It's an act of quiet rebellion. Change the how, not the what. It's faster. Listen to the body. Get out of your head. Your mind is always going to do the worst case scenario. That's what it's evolved to do and it keeps you safe. Doesn't make you happy and it exhausts your body. Stay out of your head, get into your body, notice. Notice what's going on for you. And the thing is, the more that you do little noticing practices like the one we've just done, where you notice how grateful the body is to rest and you allow it to soften, the more you draw attention to that, you rewire your brain, you retrain your body, uh, sorry, your mind to notice when your body is at ease. And this means that you'll be more likely to notice when you're unnecessarily tensing up. And that will save you energy because you're taking mini rests throughout the day. See what I did there? It's quite sneaky, quite active rebellion, but it is very rebellious. Culturally at the moment, it's unacceptable to rest unless you get really, really sick. So what happens? You get really, really sick. That's a really painful way of doing it. Instead, listen to your body. Really listen. Quiet acts of rebellion. They're actually very, very powerful. I'm tired. I need to rest. Right now, I feel like if I sat down, I could sleep for a year. Can't do that. But I can stay out of my head and listen to my body. I can have compassion. I can have self-kindness. I can change the how. I can stop pushing unnecessarily. I can stop trying to control things I can't control. When I'm driving, I can drive with more ease. There's, there's different ways of doing things. It's easier to change the how. And the easiest way to change the how is to listen to your body. So if we did it as a whole seasonal thing, December is about slowing down, even though it feels like the world's speeding up because the days are getting shorter and shorter. It's a really good time to slow down. So you can just have a softer, slower way different expectations of yourself and others, a more inward looking time, a time to reflect, really valuable time. Spring, everything speeds up, time for launching projects. If this is you, this is me and lots of people, it's not everyone, you need to understand you. Only way to do that is to listen to your body, it's always up to you. So summer, higher energy, might want to do things faster. See, it doesn't, it's not always about doing less and slowing down. It's just about honouring who you are, your unique rhythms and needs, the season in the country you live in, if you have seasons, but also the seasons of your life. So there's different seasons of our life and finding what feels good for you, finding what nourishes you is really, really vital because if you do that, you stay out of overwhelm because you're out of your head in your body and you also look after yourself. And when you look after yourself, you're better with everyone around you. And you also give permission to others to do the same. And I think modelling that is really vital. So if you look at the mental health crisis, if there were more adults modelling good self-care, not going to work sick, not pushing themselves, which is really hard because culturally that's that's just expected, Um but starting to rebel against that because it's so damaging for so many reasons, then the next generation would see that because most behaviours caught, not taught. So it's no good saying, you know, it's no good treating 
it's no good treating employees as if they are disposable and then trying to patch it up with mental health or wellbeing interventions. It just it just doesn't work very well. So for me, you know, having come from a, a teaching background, so many teachers really not honouring their own needs, looking after themselves well. Well, it's no good burning yourself out and then having well-being interventions in schools. Of course, there's a mental health crisis because <laughs> adults are, are, are modelling appalling mental health in a lot of cases. It's just how things are. It's how it's set up. It's very similar. I was talking to somebody the other day who's a nurse and and was suffering from burnout. It's just so common. It's just so ridiculously common. And we need to stop it. We need to rebel against it. We need to stand up for for ourselves. But it's difficult to do that when you're burning out. First of all, you can't really see. Secondly, you tend to judge yourself and think it's a weakness to need to rest. But that's why I say change the how instead of the what, because it's easier. It's also sneaky, because what you're actually doing is you're not saying you don't need to get feisty and cross and say, I'm not coming into work when I'm sick. Because as ridiculous as that sounds, the pressure is on to go to work when you're sick. It's just how things are at the moment. It's easier not to pick a fight, especially when you don't have the energy. It's easier just to change the how. So taking, allowing tension to go from the body during the day rather than holding on to it all day is a really good way of like having a mini rest during the day it's a really good place to start because the more you do it the more joy you find in that and the more empowered you feel the more you listen to the body the more you dare to listen to your heart and what it really wants you you build up this rebellion and you get better boundaries better self-care the better you feel the more likely you are to repeat that behavior but just start with the how not the what because it's easier and we have to make this easy because it's a huge cultural shift. Daring to rest. Daring to rest. So I'm daring you to trust your body, stop burning through your life energies if it was worthless, disposable. You're tired because you need a break. There's nothing wrong with you. Your body's a miracle. You're tired because you need a break. So what can you do? Well, if you can't take a break, if that's really hard, Change the how, let go of unnecessary tension, allow the body to soften between doing things or how you do things. And then really listen to the body, really trusting your body. Your body is a miracle. Quite literally, it's a miracle. So you're tired because you need a break. That's all. It's not because you're weak. It's not because you're useless. There's nothing wrong with you. Your body's telling you you're tired. You need a break. That's it. It's not complicated. So I dare you to rebel against the pressure of keeping on going. Resting is a rebellious act. So rest. And I'm going to leave you with a lovely quote from one of my favourite poets, David White. Rested, we are ready for the world, but not held hostage by it. Rested, we are ready for the world but not held hostage by it.
hope you're enjoying this podcast and finding it helpful. If you'd like to know more about how I work as a body mindfulness teacher and coach, you can go to my website, www.heidimark.co.uk, or you can follow me in the usual places, Facebook, Instagram, and more recently, YouTube channel. You can also book for a limited amount of time, a free 30 minute coaching call by going to calendly.com forward slash Heidi hyphen ease.